We are back. We are back. Back to the top five. I know you guys missed it. You loved it. We love doing it. <laughs> top five. We're bringing it back. It was long overdue, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We got new faces too. We had well, we had a we had a lot of things going on, and Disney helped us out in the meantime. And I recognize that we needed to get back to it. I miss seeing Denisha on calls, so I had to think of something that she would be interested in doing. And so I was like, you know what? Let's do a top five. Called her specifically and was like, hey, when are you available for another show? <laughs> <laughs> then we hashed out what they were going to be. Fortunately, that won't come through on the podcast, so <laughs> this may go direct to podcast, uh, but no, we'll, we'll keep this one up as a video as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, geeks of all ages, thank you for joining us back on our top fives. Today's top five category is going to be plot twists, top five plot twists. Joining us, we got, we got a great panel today. Um, because I like I know Tony was asking it doesn't matter just we are where we are on the screen but since everybody's seeing my screen to my left here we have Tony or excuse me not tap water and that's a uh, little inside joke he brought to us so go check out that uh, Godzilla versus Kong he could tell y'all about it Tony say hello that, that movie was okay fight scene was great <laughs> <laughs> so we're, yeah so we're not giving it a full promotion just. Had, nah. some, had some moments in it. <laughs> it you know what? I like it has that. some good. It has some good moments. That's you know what? It. Brian Henry Tyree did a great job in that, and I want him to get a lot more credit for his role in that movie. I mean, the humans could have like not been in the movie, and I'd have been fine. With it it. would have been just fine. It'd been just fine. Right over here to my right, you know him. He's been a fantastic host up to this part. He's actually started jumping in on the uh, sports gag on these balls podcast. So you can catch these two guys on that show. Get Joining us nerves. again, uh, we have Brother Eloise, <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey, say hello. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Good to be with you again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, Jeff is actually going to be he's going to be relieved of hosting duties today. We have Judge Dredd down here because he is the law. Will Parker is going to be doing our hosting duties today. Will, are you going to include any movies of your own, or are you just going to keep us in line? You know, at the end, I'll probably drop a couple of ones that I like that you guys might not have already mentioned. Okay, good deal. And our special guest host returning, our panelist. So happy to have her back on the show, Denisha. Say hello, Denisha. Hi. I'm mad I didn't, like, come up with a name. I, I, Just there's still time. Before, just get it yeah, before it's Just done. change it in the middle of the show. <laughs> I know. Muppet, Muppet Baby Reject. <laughs> Hey, the hoteps is gonna come for you, Tony. You can't be That's talking fine. about that queen like that. That's okay? fine. That's fine. They all my friends burn fast a bit. They come in double digits, so we good. Gonna be all bean pies <laughs> outside your house. That way, if everything's all chaotic. Look, if it gets out of control, it would not be my fault. I'm handing this off to you right now. We'll take it away. All right. So we doing the top five stuff like that. So this is going to be fun. Here's here. Everybody's got stuff like that. And actually, what I want to do is I'm going to take this 
of context because usually Tony's left out on the uh, on the end and somebody takes something off his list or whatever. So that so I actually want to start with Tony when we get this going. Oh, see. That's my, that's Big my mistake. <laughs> I'm the law. I didn't say it was a good choice. I just say appreciate you. So Am I going now? Can I go now? Yeah, you go ahead and start it off because we already know what we're getting into. So it's, it's, it's <laughs> All right. So my my plot twist, I'm starting with my number one because I'm sure it, it should be on other people's list. And I'm going to say one line from it. And everybody's going to know what it is. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. So the that was my suspects. number one pick as well. <laughs> I called it. I called it. No, we. I mean, we had that as an alternate because I'm like somebody is going to pick that's it. That's why if I, I didn't go first, it was, was going to automatically be an ultimate. Yeah. automatically be an ultimate. But my boy hooked me up, so I got it. Kazi Sose, verbal kit. One of the greatest plot twists I have ever seen because if you watch the movie. You're literally following the story of Kaiser Sose from his eyes talking to a detective. And you're none the wiser until he walks down the street with his little limp. Then all of a sudden, he's just normally walking. He gets in his car and he drives off. Oh, it was so great. I screamed at that TV like, no fucking way. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Great. I loved it. It's a rewatch every time it's on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely one of my favorite movies. I mean, I have other ones to choose from that, but that makes just like my personal all-time top five list somewhere. That That is way up there. Yeah, well, that's on my list. Yeah, that's because you have no class. We already knew that. I knew <laughs> that yeah. yesterday. Probably. I knew that yeah. yesterday. But I respect it, and I respect, you know, it's it's played like such a huge part in pop culture. Like, you see so many, like, sitcoms and other types of shows kind of use that, whether it's for, for comedic purpose. The only thing that's weird to me is when he's like going from like the limp to the regular walk, he like does it <laughs> gradually. And it's just like, you could just what's, start walking regular, but it's like obviously for the effect to gradually go from like the limp to the, the nonsense. He straightens out the hand and yeah. he does a little- And he's like, yeah. give me that. <laughs> yeah, player. It's like pimping the house. But I, I think I think one of the things that actually made that plot twist so effective is when Chaz goes, uh, Chaz Palmateri, when that detective goes back in the room and he's sipping the coffee and he's looking at the wall, he starts piecing together the story that he's been told and everything that's on the wall. Literally, my man was making all of that up on the fly. He comes up with this long, elaborate story and it was all like just spurred a moment, just ad-libbed. And I and think that's what like, made that so much more effective. Mm -hmm. It's like that. He's gone. Yes. Oh, freaking strong start. Very strong. Yeah. Now let's see who we want to go next. Jeffrey, Eloise. Yeah, at least Sam last. Are we going from one to five since Tony did his first one? I, first? I, look, the way we do this, you better yeah, you pull out your strong one. In order. You better pull out your strong one. You better pull out your strong one. Okay. Because it is competition. Well, I mean, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody picks mine, not. you know, I'll still make some words. I'm going to start with my number five. And That's number five, one. I'm going to go with Orphan. That now, was my alternate. Yep. I'm not a huge scary movie person. That was I another one a lot I had of people, for Tony. Yeah. I, I had that of, one on alternate, though. Good. 
I think the way that they, you know, set it up and you like, okay, I get that this girl is like bad, but she's just like kind of a little creepy girl. And then they turn the light on and it's the paintings on the wall is all crazy. And she burned the house down. She's trying to kill the kid. But then when she put that dress on and started trying to mack on the daddy, yes, sir. <laughs> and he was like, Ugh, get off me. And it was like, stab, 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 stab. And I was like, wait a minute. And they're like, oh, this is actually a grown woman that's been doing this. And it's quasi-based on a true story also, which was this story has been told many times. This story has been told many times. It's been on NCIS. It's been on Criminal Minds. It's been on a lot of shows. Yeah. One particular story. Yeah. I mean, it was a great twist in that movie because like, you know, Jeff said, you're watching it. You understand this little girl was creepy. It's called an orphan. We know she's going to be doing creepy things, but that twist with her being this old ass woman. And I think, and I think that like, I think the part about it is just like you kind of feel bad as an adult, like watch, like talking about this kid, like this little girl, man. If this little girl, and not like, I. I hope they, I hope they knock her, like. But then when it's like, is she a grown woman? It's like, okay, all bets are off. She's like sixty-seven <laughs> years old. If mm-hmm. her up uh, now, hey, you, you ain't know what I say? Them. You know what I say? Fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is one of the, that's one of the movies that that is actually the appropriate feeling to have from the beginning. Yes. Like yeah. anytime you have like the Children of the Corn, the Damien's, the Omen kind of movies, immediately it's like, you know what, them kids. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, yeah. I don't even Mm-mm. care. I fight that child. Like, yeah, we ain't talking like Dennis the Menace here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Not problem child. We these some killer kids, so it's it's totally mm-hmm. different with them. Okay. All right. Uh, that was a good, solid pick. Yeah, that was I appreciate was. that. That was uh, all right. So he good on. at this. He could do this too. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gonna move on to Sam. No, them last. We gonna last. No, he's no. Okay. no, I want Sam to go. No, we're saving the best for last. Oh, see, hey, you ain't her height, dude. See, you can't that's do that. that pretty boy stuff. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> so for me, um, I like the 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 thriller movies. I like the 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 heist kind of movies, and I think one of the best plot twists was in a movie called Heist, starring Gene Hackman, and. When you're following through that movie, you know, they they go, they steal this gold and everything. You get to the end and nobody has the gold. And he's just like, okay, well, you know, he's an older, retired con man. And he's, you know, he's getting out the game kind of thing. And right as he gets ready to leave off, you know, you see his truck is kind of weighed down. And he goes to pull the uh, like a little tarp over these poles that he has in the back in the bed of the truck and you go you realize that those poles he had melted all the gold down and had them in these little poles so no one could locate the gold so he actually like triple crossed and ended up with the gold so to me that was one of the best plot twists because everybody was turning on everybody halfway through and for him to still walk away with it at the end I was I was very happy about that yes we should have done a spoiler <laughs> oh no there's there's a spoiler all, thing if you haven't seen half these movies then well yeah i think i only have one that's new the rest also, of these if you haven't seen them 
It's also, you. if you're if you're watching a show about plot twists and expecting us not to talk about the plot twists, you, <laughs> you might want to rethink. That's this, that's like, a big ass red flag right there. Now, well, now mind you, we have a like. That's why I took time to make the disclaimer nice and legible and pretty. <laughs> None Can you that, imagine like, if we I had to do this there? without? Could you imagine if we had to do this without spoilers? Hey, mine is usual suspects. Yeah, that ending we'll was watch great. Watch it. <laughs> that would literally be like, here's a list of yeah. movies we like. We'll just call them off. We'll go, go check them it. out. Come back with us after everybody in the general vicinity has watched them. Then we'll make a video to talk about the podcast. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Negative. So don't. All right. So we got heist in there with that. Amnesia. What you got? Hey, my turn. Okay, so this came out in 1992. And I don't know when I actually saw this movie. Um, I know whenever I saw it, it still wasn't appropriate for me to see it. Uh, but that's 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I don't think you can talk about a plot twist without talking about this movie. The Crying Game. Yep, let me mark that. I, that's my alternate. Good job. Yep, that one. I was expecting that one. I would that wasn't was, an alternate because I figured somebody was gonna grab that one. No, I mean, like I said, you can't talk about a plot twist and not talk about that movie. And it's so great because it dealt with themes that you know would actually hold up about really? dealing with that in 1992. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if they came out with a movie like that now, okay, but in 1992 that was very progressive. Girl is the guy, and you're like, what? No. That was that was right up. Well, you know what? There's another one, but let me let me not say it because I don't I don't know if somebody has this on their list. But keep 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 it in pocket. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. All right. That was a shot. All right. That was great. All right. So and they made sure you knew that it really was a guy. Yeah. Uh, They 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 could just tell me next time. Yeah, Yeah, we don't need to find out. Like heavily implied. Narrator voiceover. My name is Bob. <laughs> like nice deep masculine voice. Like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, you know, only oh, yes. All right, Tony, back around Yo. to you. All right, this is where it starts to get tricky because I didn't put no more in order, but that number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me stick to the horror genre because you know that's my personal favorite. Right, it right. is. And let's go to. One of the most memorable plot twists for me, Friday the 13th, the original Friday the 13th. And the reason I say this for some of you people that have not seen this movie and you know the history of Jason Voorhees, who, by the way, did not get his hockey mask to number three, not number one or two. He wasn't even in the first movie until Mm -hmm. the end scene because his mom was killing everybody. That right there, when that was revealed, I think the entire theater was like, what in the world just fucking happened? Because oh, everybody knew. Yes, sir. I, I, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey uh, Jeffrey. I wasn't going to touch that. Do you remember Greenbrier movie theaters? Yeah. You know how easy it was to sneak in there? Oh, God. Yes, sir. <laughs> Don't lie. They're not around no more. You can tell the truth. I don't even think I knew when I had a movie theater. Oh, yeah. You had to go in the mall, yeah. go toward the middle, and go downstairs. Yes, sir. Fucking Greenbrier. Yeah. But, yeah, that's where I saw it. And when it was in there, we was like, did this just really happen? 
I mean, you you wouldn't think that an old ass white woman like that was throwing people through windows, <laughs> tying people up, throwing them through windows, hooking dudes up to the to a billboard with a rocket. I mean, with a arrow. I mean, it was great. So a that's mother's my, love can do so much. Yeah, but if you mention a grown ass man, something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so no. So that's mine. Brother. All right, so at number four, I have Black Swan. Ooh, yes. So I know somebody else might throw out a movie that has a similar twist, where the twist is basically like this person that you've been thinking is your home girl or your competition or whatever is actually just a complete figment of your imagination and you actually mm. are doing all this stuff to yourself. There's another more prominent movie out there that you know, I'm sure somebody might bring up later on the show. However, I feel like this plot twist was done a little bit better to me because I think the catalyst for her psychosis makes more sense to me than the other film. It's like she was actually under pressure and she was actually like, you know, pushing herself to get to like the pinnacle of her profession. And, you know, there's like, kind of over overlay between like professional sports where it's like there's a small window where you can do this if you mess up you got to push through the pain you got to play ballet injured and do all this other stuff and it just really did a good job of like showing the the mental strain to be like at the top of your game and how quickly like somebody can come and take your spot and you know the 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 lengths that people will go to even like lie to themselves to like stay on top of their game and then you know kind of in the in the end when it's kind of revealed that like you know she made she's making all this up and everybody's like wait who are you talking about it's you know you go back and you look at some of the other scenes you're like oh this is weird that's weird and i think you know for me a good plot twist always kind of kind of makes you go back and look at stuff that you were you thought you understood earlier in the movie and and rethink it so you know that's my pick that was a good movie it did mess with your mind a lot mentally like even as you saw her transforming into the swan you're like mm -hmm. then you have that moment how much of this is real then you yeah. think that part of her is what she's making up and not this whole other person in this yeah. whole other scenario but um yeah it, it definitely messed with your mind mentally yeah good. when she pulled that feather out of her toe mm -hmm. i mean i had to like look i'm i get squeamish on stuff like that so when <laughs> she pulled the feather out of her toe when her foot turned into the bird foot and mm -hmm. like went back I was, oh no <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> yeah change the subject that's nasty yeah that was <laughs> Well, I mean, but that was that was that part in the movie that I'm talking about. And you're like, is she pushing herself so much because of this competition that she's losing her mind? It, you don't really get to the point where you're like, oh, there is not there's not even competition. This is all in her mind. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. It, 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 it remains that. a catalyst, as he said, throughout the entire movie. And you mm -hmm. you just think that she's at her breaking point, you think that she's just slowly slipping into insanity. And then as you get that additional information, you see how pertinent what she thought the pressure, you see how much pressure that actually is. And it, that's, that's hell of a pick there. So you, mm -hmm. that was a very good pick. 
that wasn't even one that cute. that had it's my bow cross my mind. so i see you gonna you gonna try to do what tony always does and come up with movies that ain't nobody else got i see that that's the point okay. <laughs> that's the point i keep telling you why do we want to say stuff this i just bring what i like and some stuff no, will be it, mainstream some stuff my thing is not so much it, if I happen to pick the ones that I like and they happen to be popular movies, so be it. That's what it's going to be. But All right. Well, speaking of that, it's your turn anyway. So. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, Mr. Segway. So, I... Let me... 1994, Bruce Willis plays a colorblind psychiatrist. This movie initially flopped, but it became one of the biggest movies that was purchased like home home release rental and things like that because it was it was noted for having the Maxim magazine said it had the best sex scene in cinema <laughs> color of night so hmm. color of night bruce willis is a psychiatrist and he one of his friends is a psychiatrist that psychiatrist ends up dead so he's asked to take over those patients so he gets there and he you know meets all these patients and he meets this mysterious woman named rose and rose is just rose is wild like that's where all of the interesting scene scenery comes from (laughs) but they getting it on regularly so you know he's thinking life is pretty good things are going well and people in this therapy group start to die and they're under his care, so it's a big deal. Later on, it, we find out that one of the patients named Richie is in fact this woman, Rose. And she's been like slowly just knocking off, every, like she's got uh, um, basically a personality, uh, multiple personality disorder. So she's these different people. And one of them is the Rose character. Another one is Bonnie and it's the Bonnie character that starts dating the other patients and killing them off. It's a hell of a movie. And even knowing that information, it's still worth a check out. Like that's one thing about most of the movies that I'm going to present. Even if you know the twist, it doesn't take away from the effectiveness of the movie. And that's one of those that's, you got to check that one out and see if you can see it along the way. I think you can. It was, it, it, I don't know. It was a good movie. It's just, you like, of course that's a girl. Of course that's, like, you look at, it's a little girl. This tiny little boy, it's a girl. At it's the a, time, okay, no. It's a girl. Well, I'm not a girl, so I can't just look and tell it's a damn girl. I live in Atlanta. <laughs> I don't damn know, okay? It's a girl. <laughs> it's a girl. No. no, it was a good movie, though. It was. It was a very good movie. Not for all those nasty things that were happening. What? First that, of all, that I, makes movies. What? That was in Nothing. the movie. <laughs> that Indonesia makes movies. I mean, won't you, won't you, can, won't you bring us back to the to the wholesome side? It's of a part of the. Thing. It's a part of the story. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Okay. So, part of the story. Monsters Ball scene and, seventeen. What? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, was, you know what? The only Disney movie. Well, actually, the first Disney movie with an NC-17 rating. Shot that down. <laughs> Just an interesting point. Go ahead, Denisha, you were saying? 
Okay, my movie came out in 2001, 74% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it had Bill Paxton and Matthew McConaughey in it. It is called Frailty. It is one of my yep. favorite movies. And I didn't know that Bill Paxton actually directed the film as well. So um, for people that haven't seen it, it's about basically Matthew McConaughey shows up at the police station and he's like, hey, my brother's this killer. And he's telling the detective about how his father um, said an angel came to him and, and bestowed upon him this power that he would be able to see uh, people that had done evil things and he would need to um, get rid of them, uh, destroy the demon and whatever. The demons. Um, and once and, and God would protect him, like people wouldn't be able to see or remember when they saw him and all this kind of thing. So he's telling the story and Fenton, Fenton, you know, it's Fenton Minks that's telling the story. And then, if, then we get to the end and we find out that Matthew McConaughey is actually his brother because he was talking about his brother being the evil one um, and, and, you know, needing to destroy his brother and, and all of this. And, and his, his brother took over for the dad. And then we come to find out that actually... Matthew McConaughey is the one that took over for the dad. The dad was going to kill the brother, but he could not. Um, but God showed him that the brother was evil and his brother ended up becoming uh, a serial killer. And so, but the thing with killing people is you had to wait till they were given to you on the list. Uh, so you couldn't go outside of the list. And so just that little twist that it was actually Matthew McConaughey who was the killer. And then of course um, he was there because the detective was on his list. Um, and so just, it was a lot of just good little twists and turns. And the last little twist at the end that people, they remembered Matthew McConaughey, but they couldn't remember what he looked like. Like nobody could remember what he looked like. And then the tapes when he came in was all scrambled. So it was just that, that thing about God protecting them. So very good movie. Yeah. I, That's a good I, choice. Frail to uh, check that one out. That was a great pick. <laughs> Hmm. All right, y'all be watching these serious movies. <laughs> Those are the ones that be like the the, the meat for me. So like I love trying to figure it out as I go. That's where my rich yeah. comes from. So, I mean, it's great. All right, freaking Tony. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna change my list up because I want to go another route. So I'm gonna take this one off. I'm gonna put that as an alternate, and I'm gonna go with one. This, it's kind of it's kind of a slow movie. It's a good time burning movie. Eighty three on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy seven percent audience score. Stars Nicole Kidman. It's called The Others. This this movie snuck up on me. I literally hit play because I was bored, and I found myself getting drawn deeper and deeper into it as the movie progressed because I started getting confused on what was going on. Mm -hmm. And then about two-thirds through i was like okay i see what they did and then when the twist came that nicole and her kids were actually dead and it, they were haunting the house of the people and so all of the stuff that they saw happening was actually the people in real life doing stuff and so they were being the ghosts thinking they had ghosts i think that the way they shot that movie and the entire tone of the movie was pretty much the same all the way throughout. You didn't really have any two, any any scares that I really liked. Not a lot, no gore. It was more psychological, this movie. 
And once you started paying attention and got into it, it just hooked you. And that one for me was one of the best ones I've seen. So yes. The others. Yeah, I think it, it definitely took a while to get there. Like, oh, you know, it took at least 30, 45 the minutes. The day that to mommy went mad. It. But the way that they started the movie with the maid and the, the groundskeeper showing up and her going through all the rules and how you gotta lock this door when you go through this door and all the windows, all the uh blinds and stuff are closed. And so like you're just focused on all of that. It it really and then even when the, the maid was like, you know, it's time to uncover the graves. I'm, I'm getting tired of her. You know, right. like you're still like, what's happening? And yeah, so very good twist on that movie. Yeah, the fact that they thought they were in a house that was haunted, but in yeah. fact, they're the ghost. Oh, they did a good job. Definitely with that, one of those that, that like. psychic lady, you know, yeah. with yeah. eyes and all. I'm like, oh, this is freaky. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, it wasn't my normal horror movie that I like. It was more suspense thriller type, but I it got me. I was like, okay, I can get behind this one. All right. Got it down. Brother Eloise. All right. So this is probably, I mean, this is one of the more traditional, probably one of the most famous uh, plot twists of all time. And it was actually like literally a plot twist at the very, very end of the movie. I know it. Planet yep. of the Apes. That's the one I just took off on, boy. The revelation. Not that right there. They were on Earth the entire time. Um, just because, you know, I think I think with like alien planets and, you know, as if you watch any of the other stuff I'm I've been on, everybody knows I'm a big Star Trek guy. Um, so yeah. I'm all about what 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 is the story we're trying to tell through these aliens and stuff like that. And you know the the idea that earth is not necessarily ours and it's going to be ours as humans forever and the fact that you know there could be something that happens that flips everything on its head was just like fascinating to me and it, it really i mean i actually really enjoy all the like planet of the apes like prequels like that spawned off of like Caesar and all that stuff, just because I'm fascinated by the story of how we get to the Charlton Heston planet of the apes, like planet where all the apes are like fully functioning and like advanced and things like that. So I was already, you know, invested in the story when it's like, yeah, like this is actually earth, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was already invested in the story. I'm like, we're on this alien planet. We're like, apes have the same kind of society as us but then at the very very end i think i think having a plot twist that's at the very end that doesn't get explained oftentimes is fascinating too just because you get to make up stories in your own mind and have like those kind of conversations later you get to red string it you know cross promotion um so yeah i just found that very very interesting as a plot twist and just because so many other movies have used something similar and because of the importance of that like just in our culture all the way down to like simpsons planet of the apes musical <laughs> that they had on the show that one time um, yeah it was yeah. earth all along yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i think that was a good movie because it, it does cause you to have that conversation like you said at the end you're like well you know they are sending apes to space and stuff <laughs> and if you believe in evolution like how far are we away from something like that happening? 
So and or how long before they watch us and killing each other? Out. So because <laughs> because yeah. clearly, um, just to tie in what Tony was saying earlier, like if the if the gorillas and the monkeys watch long enough, they'll pick up ALS and you know they'll just automatically be communicating and if, over time that will that will pick up on its own they'll teach one another they'll use tools and it's just slow progression um mm-hmm. i think the idea that we saw the astronauts and they really focused in on the astronauts initially and the crash landing that helped sell the idea of being on a foreign alien planet mm-hmm. and it was that seed that got planted that we were able to let blossom into being that there's somewhere ooh what planet is this and right it that took away the pot like that that caused us to take away the possibility that it would be earth and to come back and see at the end that it actually it, you know that moment of revelation like you said being it now you have to fill in that gap like well how was he in space so long he must wormhole and black holes and you know gives you something to talk about at the end so the chris pratt face at the end just oh yeah it's great all right, Sam. So I have three that I want to pick, and I have to pick my favorite of the three. So we're going to go with Richard Gere, Edward Norton. Y'all know I love this movie. That's you sure do. I already picked it. Primal Fear. I will continue. This is another one of my like all time top fives. So that's why. Primal Fear. Edward Norton is a uh, a choir boy or like, you know, the little kid that holds the incense or whatnot. And he is want he's actually been arrested for the murder of like a cardinal or a, somebody. I mean, it's not a pope, but like one of the one of the uh, cardinal, fathers, somebody in the church, somebody in the church, he, you know, and it's like a very gruesome scene and. You know, when we first get to see Edward Norton in the cell, he's sitting there all timid and scared. And, you know, and you're looking and you're like, there's no way this guy did this. Like, look I at him. I just lost time. I lost time. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's just like, okay, well, then we, we kind of follow through. And, you know, Richard Gere is this high profile lawyer who wants to take on the case and he's never lost. And finally, he figures out that, you know, oh, I knew what happened. He, you know, he's got disassociative personality disorder. He didn't do it. This other side of him did it. And so he like pushes, they, they're in court and he's like, puts them on the stand and he's like talking to him, really pushing him. Edward Norton snaps in the courtroom, tries to attack Richard Gere the whole night. I mean, we see that other character come out and it's like, whoa. And so you're like, okay. So he's, you know, he gets him off on like an insanity plea and he's going to go to a mental institute instead of going to jail. He goes back to visit and here's the plot twist. That whole like disassociative personality, just that was the that was a twist because he actually doesn't have that. He thought Richard Gere was just trying to get him to do that to get off so that he wouldn't go to jail. Kid's just actually a sicko and he just like murdered mm-hmm. this cardinal. And it, <laughs> it is like one of the best. Like you see the you see the courtroom scene and you think that's like the big twist, but then the visit afterwards, that's the real twist. And it's like everything you thought you knew just now gone. Because here's the real. T- oh, love that movie. Such a fantastic. Because yeah, you're like you're like pushing for Edward Norton to get off. Because you're like, okay, 
this sweet little boy just turns into this monster. He tried to get, you know, the insanity plea, but, you know, they had already pleaded. So he's like, okay, he had to push him in court for them to to show the two sides. And yeah. it was good. It was an episode of Matlock like that. Oh, you went back with Matlock. That could be where it's where it started from. Maybe that was the inspiration. Nothing, ain't nothing new under the sun, you know. <laughs> All right, Primal Fear Dance with that. Denisia. So my next one's actually, it's not a movie, so I'm kind of diverting a little bit, only because it just came out. And so if people haven't, I'm not going to give away the twist on this. Hopefully you guys have seen it. What, when, when, what is this? Netflix. What? It's on. It's on Netflix. It's okay. called Behind Her Eyes. High in her eyes. Behind her eyes. <laughs> what <laughs> happens is, I was like, "What?" Hang it sounded like an earlier post somebody had. It what was actually was it rhubarb. No, <laughs> so it was cream. This girl meets this guy in a bar. They have a good time, and, and uh, you know, a kissing happens. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm married. I can't do this." Turns out, I know what you're talking about. Shows up at work. This guy is her boss. So, of course, eventually they end up having an affair. And then she becomes friends with his wife. And then there's a whole just mess of things happening. But I don't, the moral of the story is mind your own business. I, so, you know just what? watch it. It's, it's very interesting. It just came out yeah, this year, earlier this year. I think so, I watched like part of the trailer or I was trying to watch the trailer to see what that was. And uh, I think it just it's like British. it British did, did have a trailer, just went right into it. The girl's like in the office with the spaghetti state or something. And yeah. T- yeah. OK, I'm going to check that out. If Let's- you need. OK, if you need the plot twist for this, think like Skeleton Key. Wait, is this a movie or a show? Because I'm, I'm a, it's a series, right? Yeah. It's a series. Okay. So it's, it's like a limited series, like a six-part series type deal or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's a limited series. Okay, I'll, I'll allow it. So we're not going to go with like season three of Behind Her Eyes or anything? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not like a seasonal thing, but it's just in parts. But if you enjoy like, like magic, mystical, like I said, like the skeleton key type of aspect, then you'll enjoy that movie. All right, we'll, we'll we'll let it ride. I'll have to go check this one out, make a note. And okay, well don't yeah, don't say any more on that because but yeah. but a great plot twist in that, huh? Yeah. All right. All right. Mm. So, I know the wife was looking real creepy in the in the little trailer I saw for it. So, okay. That's there's like, there's two twists too. So like once you figure out what's going on, oh no! But wait, there's more. <laughs> It's cool. it's very good. Cool. All right, we'll leave it at that. At that. All right, now I'm gonna I'm throw Tony for a loop here, and I'm gonna go to you, Sam. Wait a minute. Yep. <laughs> All righty. Formal well. protest. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> Informal protest. Sam, come on. <laughs> okay, so um, in another one of those. It's all in their head. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, 2010. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I won't take it. 
I don't know. It's something about going to um, mental institutes or asylums that are <laughs> that kind of give you an idea that things are not always what they seem. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is a U.S. marshal who is investigating a, what is it, I think it's a series of murders or a murder yes. that took place at this asylum. And his partner, Mark Ruffalo's character, is, you know, the a, a, a U.S. marshal who's just been assigned to assist him. And they go through and they are doing all this investigation to find what's happening. And the more Leonardo, you know, the more his character like tries to find out about the asylum itself, the more questions actually get generated because he can't get access to this or answers to that. And we find out later that all of this is just an elaborate ruse. <laughs> get to use that word in a sentence. All of this is just <laughs> an elaborate ruse to, in fact, it's, it's like a new treatment for him. Um, turns out he's, in fact, in the asylum as a patient, and he's there for murder. And so in order to get him to, like, he ended up, being like having this disassociative personality. So he thinks he's this U S marshal and they're just trying something new to see if they can get through to him to help him like regain his grasp on reality. And when you get that portion of the reveal, you're now so invested in what's going on with this crazy asylum. What are they doing to these people only to realize that like, Oh, 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 he's the patient. And so now it makes sense why certain things, why Mark Ruffalo was just like the worst U.S. Marshal ever. <laughs> he was just he was just so poorly prepared to be on this job. But now you get why, and it that was to me that was a hell of a twist, and I, I really really enjoyed that movie. How heartbreaking was that movie though? When you find out why he killed his wife, and that whole scene plays out. But the best thing about that movie was the last line that he said, you know, is it better, you know, to die a, a good man or die a criminal, you know, type of thing. I don't remember the exact thing that he said, but when we find out, because the whole thing, they're trying to snap him out of keep, you know, to stop going into these places and to realize what he's done and they, and they're going to see if it took. And so he's talking to Mark Ruffalo and then acts like he went right back into being this marshal again and he didn't snap out of it only to reveal that yeah he did realize what he had done but he was going to go ahead because they were going to lobotomize him um if he didn't snap out of it and so he would rather have died a good man than to live as a monster i think or something like that is what he said which, yeah. so he, uh, which would be I'll worse remember what he to did live as a his children dying and all yeah. that yeah yeah. Go ahead. And what was the line? Which would be which would be worse to live as a monster or die as a good man? Yeah. So that moment, like, it's just completely heartbreaking just to realize what happened, and then to also realize that he he knows he's walking into uh, getting lobotomized because he'd rather just not remember. Yeah. That. Uh... I ain't want to get into the heartbreak of it. I wanted to get into the I'm plot sorry. twist. <laughs> yeah, well, the end is the plot twist too. Though. Yeah, yeah. And he's just so sad about it. Or well, then he's just shit. Right, like and stuff about it, stuff like that. You go ahead and I'm tell sorry. me what, 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 what you got. I depressed myself. 
Come on. Wait, you just gonna leave me off again? Yeah, I'm leaving you off again. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm I'm I don't care. I need you. <laughs> oh, we're going back to me again? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go with Atonement. It came out in 2007, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if you've seen it, but basically this nosy little girl thinks she saw something she didn't see, which causes this guy to go to jail um, that was in love with her sister. He was like a like barn helper, farm help or something, and they're rich. Farm hand. A farm hand. That's it. Thank you. Um, and him and the sister were in love and her little sister sees everything and thinks that uh, he's a sex maniac, uh, that he actually like raped her sister. And then later on, one of their friends actually gets raped and she tells everybody what she saw. So they accuse him and he goes to jail and then um, he gets out of jail only to go to war. His, her sister became a nurse in the war and you're, you're seeing the story unravel and then Basically, eventually, the little girl is able to realize what really happened and, you know, um, clear his name, so to speak. But the twist is none of that happened. They both died in the war, so they never got to be reunited. She never got to clear his name. And it's just like, it's a little sad. It's a little sad. That's all these heartbreaking you know, I'm stories. Fine. Well, there's another. It's just because you think it's this great love story and retribution and all of this, and then you go, then it's no, it's just Vanessa Redgrave. <laughs> like, well, no, they both died. I just, I wanted to write them a happy ending since I'm the one that ruined everything. Okay. So, well, we'll take that. We're going <laughs> to move on to Brother Eloise. All right. <laughs> Let Tony go. Come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on. It's a snake draft. No, nah, I'm going to go. Um, mine is movie from 2017. Probably a less traditional choice, but Coco, the Pixar film. <laughs> so I know, yeah, first of all. <laughs> Many, many tears shed in the theater while watching that one at the very end. But, you know, Miguel, the story of Miguel, a young boy who loves music and his family is just like, no, he's been in the Mexican footloose family. And uh, <laughs> it's like, no, no music. So he ends up in the in the land of the dead and he thinks that Ernesto de la Cruz, the world's like the biggest music star, is his like grandfather. He's done all these like clues. He red stringed it and came to the conclusion that Ernesto de la Cruz must be like related to him in some way. And it just basically turns out that Ernesto actually like <laughs> poisoned his great great grandfather, who was the guy who was helping him the entire way across the um across the movie to find Ernesto and Ernesto and Miguel were not Ernesto, Ernesto and Hector were actually like partners and all those stuff that everybody thought about Ernesto was actually Hector and you know a happy a happy ending for everyone which I think is kind of shocking for a a, a plot twist because a lot of times you know these plot twist movies end up being um 
psychological thrillers or we're in the same asylum and the plot twist is i really am crazy and i really did kill all these people but this plot <laughs> twist is actually like no you actually come from a musical family and you know music was important and he didn't just leave so it's like hector gets a happy ending because he doesn't just disappear he gets to be reunited with his family mama coco gets a happy ending because she gets to hear like her father's songs again the family gets a happy ending because they don't have to just Hello? make shoes See, yeah, I can't we, hear nobody. We, can you hear? Hold we on. We can hear you. All right, there we go. <laughs> this is what happens when you... Have to you for, if you just set your ass down, it wouldn't have this problem. Anyway, <laughs> at least this is what happens. This if you just happens. listen to the host of the show, then stuff I mean, like that. Don't problems Anywho, Coco, that's my choice. I think, you know, and it's rare because it's a happy ending for a plot twist. So yeah. that's my choice. Yeah, Coco was a happy ending? Yes. <laughs> the grandma died. That's not happy about that. But she was reunited with her family on the other side. Fuck that. She and still, Miguel, wait, 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 wait. Still only wait, get wait. to see her once a year. But, but look, look, look. No, but she I gets to be happy. with her parents. Okay, it's happy ending for her, not for the damn family. Hector, it's happy ending for grandfathers. Her. Everybody it's a happy ending. Okay, you weren't on the call. It's a happy ending for the happy ending for everybody. Watch the movie except your ass, <laughs> Ernesto. Gets a happy ending. No, Ernesto does is the only person who doesn't get a happy ending. Hector gets a happy ending because he doesn't disappear. Miguel gets a happy ending because he gets to play music. The family gets a happy ending because they get a bunch of money based on because they find out that their ancestor actually yeah. like made all those songs that everybody loved. Um, Mama Coco gets a happy ending because her parents are reunited. She's not a child of divorce anymore on the other side. And even though the family only gets to come back once a year. They are all together on the other side. So who's not happy? The family that lost the grandma. Besides Ernesto. Why but didn't they do? They're rich now. Fuck that. And they get to see Money her once a year. Money. And no, the grandma, grandma was already. Look, and grandma had a good life. Is complete. Grandma had yeah, a good life. I understand she might have been 120 years old. <laughs> I was about to say, grandma had a good and they life. Got, <laughs> and, they got, and they got to hear Mama Coco sing, which none of them had ever heard before mm-hmm. when Miguel came back. And then he, she pulled out the diary, mm-hmm. and that's how they got all the money. 60-40 happy ending. But that's how okay. What's your movie? So I can argue. Yeah, I was about to say, please let movie. Tony go. <laughs> oh, he's going to talk. Damn. Damn y'all, y'all. You taking out on me. You should be mad at your technology. You <laughs> <laughs> should be mad at yourself. Fucking up first his technology. Of all, first of all, I'm happy my wife What's your movie? dropped. What's yes. your movie? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go. movie's pass. Okay, so I'm going with. Um... I'm going to. Shut up. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Denise's route. I'm going to go with a Netflix movie that I liked. Okay. Came out in 2017. Had William Defoe in it. What happened to Monday? That was good. Yeah, I, I like that. I that really movie. Good. I mean, Jeffrey, have you not seen this? Nope, that's why I'm good. And I put that on to like just put it on. I didn't, you know, like but if you look, it, put it to you like this. I'll put it on a kind of cast. This, I yeah. mean, the cast was great. Glenn Close. I mean, just great. She played one of the best antagonists that I have seen in a while from her. It's right up there with her career. Honestly, it's basically. I, I like Numi personally, but. Uh, just, just okay. I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even give the plot twist on this one. I just let him watch. I mean, it. yeah, it's, it's that's so what I was trying to think. Good. Should I? You know what? Just, just kind of describe the story. All right. Well, basically, it's a, it's a, 
the America has gotten to the point where they're running out of resources and they didn't have a family, Thanos. They didn't have a Thanos. <laughs> and families are only allowed one child per family. If you have multiple children, you keep the oldest and the other children are taken away by the government for storage. Like cryogenic storage. Yeah, cryogenic storage. Well, with, uh, I can't remember the name, William Defoe's family, they had seven children. Seven and of twins. course, seven, tw yeah, seven, seven twins. We can't say tuplets. <laughs> so it's like they all look exactly like she was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So instead of them giving up six kids, they went into hiding. And Defoe was this fucking engineer or whatever the hell he go, but he made a hiding compartment in his house. And he named the kids Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They all had to be exactly alike. They all had to dress the same. They could only go out on their day. They all had to learn the same job. But the problem is they all had different personalities. They all were very different. And so one of the biggest things that got me into it was one of the kids went outside on her day, broke her finger, and it was hanging off. So you know what that means? She's missing a finger. All six of y'all got to cut off your fingers now. Y'all got to look at them. And I mean, after that, I really, you really can't say it. nothing else. It's, you're not going to watch it. No, I mean, I'm saying I wouldn't do it. Uh, I'd be just but you got, to. I'm you got to. I'm keeping my fingers. You got to. You, you had I'd be to. Like, I'd be like, you everybody win, else's Wednesday. life is at stake. I'm going to get everybody's life. Is at stake. You Wednesday and, and Thursday. Now. I'm going to just chill at <laughs> home. I'm done. No, she would have you to have my day. No, I'm going to chill It's not just the, if they found out you had kids, they taking everybody away. No, parents, children, every, you're all gone. No, I know. That's so, why I'm going to just stay in the house and keep my fingers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we can't get away this. Just watch the movie. Just watch mm -hmm. it. Just, just watch it. What, what right. happened is what happened to Monday. All right, Tony. The fuck with you, much you do back to back. Go and get the fifth one out. Oh, Come hell. On. Why my audio working? All right, so let's go back <laughs> to the 1960s. One of the first movies that I saw of course, it's my genre. I have to imagine it, but psycho. There it is. <laughs> there it is. You knew it was coming. I was I was thinking somebody was gonna take it. Norman Bates. I mean, it's funny because I'm I'm like, well, shoot, if ain't nobody else gonna say it, I was like, <laughs> I, I had it on my I, list here. Bro. I literally was like, nobody's gonna say this. Well, I'm gonna take it as my last one. So yeah, Norman Bates, and a lot of people who who watched the movie only remember the plot twist. They don't, they remember the shower scene and the plot twist. They don't remember that the lady was actually on the run from the law from embezzlement mm -hmm. with her and her boyfriend. They don't know that was, that was the actual storyline. They just happened to end up at this hotel with this crazy motherfucker who was killing people. Just a bad luck. So yeah. And back then I think it was like $40,000, $50,000, which isn't a lot now, but back then in the sixties, it was a considerable amount of money. And Psycho, that rounds out my list after all the shenanigans that Will pulled. I thought it was cool. That's all right, though. I mean, I gave you the double at the end. I mean, that's, Psycho, that's like Joseph Psycho giving is... Batman a hand job. What you talking about? What? <laughs> a rich around. A rich around. I didn't want to be the rich around. Who else would be your friend? Oh, oh lord all right you know you know we had to bring it in <laughs> yeah, no, psycho psycho is iconic for real though yeah yeah with i think right. like, when, when people think of like plot twists in movies 
the fact That's that like the he OG. was the mother, you know, because she was dead all along. Right. Well, see, in it's the like, rocking chair, just it seems Wait, like I wouldn't even hurt a fly. It it seems like <laughs> she's just this super strict mom, and you know what I'm saying? Like he's just this word, this horrible mama's boy. To find out that he was the mother. Norman, Norman, I know having doing? conversations with himself. I'm doing nothing, mother. I'm, I'm just working. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's like you really see like. So why do I have a hotel? I need to know how he could throw his like, voice like that because he was throwing it all over that place. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the same room. He was like, talk mm. over there. Said, Some bullshit. <laughs> Suck. Norman, bring me my slippers. No, walk up <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Brother Eloise. All right. My number one. Somebody mentioned Jordan Peele earlier. Get yep. out. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I thought that you know, haven't seen it. What? Shame on you! It's it's certain things I can't watch. That being one of them, I read about it. I know about it. It's just certain things that I I just can't do. It, it does things. No, I feel you. I okay. mean, I'm saying, and and I, just, I mean, I think the thing about the movie is I don't think people. I think people went into it thinking it was going to be like some sort of suspense but you didn't really get an idea of like what the true suspense was. You just, it was just kind of on some step for wives type thing where it's like some weird stuff is happening in this neighborhood and I don't know what's going on. Something. And I think it's really a twist on like that step for wives um, trope. And I think the scene where you kind of find out that they're basically like putting white people brains in black people bodies (laughs) It's one of those twists where it's not just like, I think it was one of my first times seeing a twist and not just being like, <gasps> but just being like, what the F kind of crazy type. And I and it was just like, everybody in the theater was just looking around. And I mean, it was, you know, top two th- in theater experience, you know, cause it was people talking at the screen and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And, you know, once you figure out what happens, you kind of, I kind of just chalked it up to like, all right, that's my my man Danny Kalua. He's going, he's going bye-bye. And then he gets out. And you know, even the scene where it's like, give me the keys. Give me the keys. You know, mm-hmm. and then you find out she's in on it too. And then you find out the grant the maid and the groundskeeper is really the grandma and the grandpa. And they've been switched out. But the biggest one is when the police lights come at the end. And you know, every I'm 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 not white, so I don't know how white people felt in that moment. But I know every black person I talked to, there was like that moment. My heart just like sank to the mm. bottom of my stomach because I was like, this man done did all this to get away, and we already know it's about to happen. Then then rolled up is just number dead white people and two old black people dead up here, and oh, he yeah. the only person alive. He got blood all over him. Mm-hmm. We already know it's about to happen. So. When it's you little, can, rail. you can tell me what happened because I'm not watching this. No, it, he. You think it's a cop and it's his homeboy who he's been talking to. Oh, the TSA. big dude, the <laughs> one, that, the one that was yeah. coming. Okay. Yeah, and so it's like, all right, man. And I was like, now I don't know what's gonna happen after that because you still got this house full of dead people. Slash, I think the daughter was not dead. If I may be remembering it right, I don't know, but. Yeah, I thought that that plot twist was handled well. It was a clever plot twist, and it was handled and hidden well. And 
you know, like I said before, I think good plot twists definitely make you go back and rethink a lot of stuff you were seeing earlier in the movie. So even the opening with like Lakeith, you're like, oh, he was like one of them and they done got, you know, he mm-hmm. they, they body snatched him. So I thought it was just like a very clever way to tell a specific story and the twist was well done. And you also got to leave with like a little bit of optimism because like the whole situation messed up and there's still a bunch of like white people inside of black bodies <laughs> throughout whatever that neighborhood is but our guy got away and maybe something can be can done really about ask it. for yeah maybe okay and come back with some flashing lights and yeah <laughs> come back with a strong i kind of figured i kind of figured somebody was gonna say that one i'm, I'm how many people we got left because there's still one here i'm like really nobody's gonna say this would last what i'm looking at I think we'll just leave that one for an honorable mention because nobody mm-hmm. said it because everybody expected someone to say I it. Think, mm-hmm. I think Sam knows which one I'm talking of about. Of course. This it's, is what we've okay. already talked about. Like, no, 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 no. It's another one. I'm it's sure another it's one. one of my alternates. Oh, we're we going to oh. see freaking. Okay. Well, is I still it, got one. Now that... you see me? I'm just kidding. All right. So really? we'll go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. We're going to go to Sam and see that. And then we're going to wrap it up at the end and see how we Okay. We so if you're a fan of magic, <laughs> that's one that's one of them yep if you're a fan of magic there's a Not movie magic that Johnson, stars christian bale and hugh jackman it is called the prestige oh. and this there are two really big twists mm-hmm. and both of them I almost want to like not say them because they're so good. <laughs> you have to so, say it. I mean, you don't have to if you want people to go and you know check out some of these movies. So it's fine. Like, oh, but when did this one come? You. Out? you know what? Uh, let me. It came out in two thousand six. Okay, it's yep. okay. It's been it's been long enough. You should have seen been decades. This by now. Yeah, come on, man. You should have seen this, but um, so these two magicians, they're like they're competing magicians. Or, you know, they're always trying to one up the uh, you know, and. We find out that this this very incredible trick is basically um, the it's it's I guess like the origination of the the origin of the disappearing act where you walk into the magic cabinet, you close the door, and then you open it, and no one's there, only for him to be in the audience, you know, a hundred feet over there, and it's like what? So everybody's like blown away by this. Later on we find that the other magician has learned to do this trick through the help of his friend, Nikolai Tesla. My man been making clones and he's just been killing the clones, getting rid of the bodies. So he's doing the trick by having a body double. He creates this clone and it's the clone that ends up dead and he goes on and he gets to, you know, have the prestige at the end. He has the flourish and he shows that, hey, I can do this trick too. But he can't figure out how, that was Hugh Jackman's character. He's like killing these clones. He can't figure out how Christian Bell's character was able to do this same trick if he doesn't have that technology. And at the end of the movie, we find out that Christian Bell has a twin brother. And it's just like, very basic showmanship and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Kind of one of the, like we, we 
oh, I want to reference something, but I won't because we want to. So it's just <laughs> it's just very basic showmanship. And, you know, you, you see that there's um, this girlfriend, a side chick. And then, of course, you come to realize that the twins, because they're having to be the same person, they're having to double for that person, actually have different relationships with different women and they respond and react to them differently. It's it is such a fantastic movie. And the prestige is without a doubt one of the best plot twists because it had two twists and it was just like, yeah. what, what? And I think like, so we learned what a prestige was anyway, because I didn't know that's what, when when you bring it back, the prestige and all of that. But it starts off with that feud because uh, Hugh Jackman's, it was his wife, right? That died from the knot. Right. And like he a kept fair, asking a Christian trick. Bell, what knot did you tie? And he's like, I can't remember. And that was because he wasn't the one that did the knot. And then you have uh, Christian Bell's wife. You know, she ends up doing what she does because she's like, you know, you don't love me today. And she would say that, like, today is not the day that you love me. Um, and you could tell. And then, you know, the stuff with the kid at the end and one brother sacrificing himself because Hugh Jackman set him up, remember, uh, with with the body doubles uh, for murder because he just had this long going feud with him. And so he set him up for murder and uh, one brother sacrificing himself for the, the, the meaner brother sacrificed himself for the other brother. And it's just, yeah, great movie. Great movie all around. Her analysis of the movie was far better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good no. movie. And that's proof right there. She, she just there broke you. it down for you. He was very passionate about that. All right, Denise. On my list. Yep, you're on. You're, I you're thought when she picked her pin up, I I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I could have went with my other one. My bad. No, it's fine. <laughs> that great minds think alike for sure. Okay, Denise. Denise is gonna go, and then I'm gonna circle around. Okay, so my last pick um, came out in 1998, and I'm definitely sure I wasn't supposed to be watching this movie. Um, <laughs> only 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, but whatever. You want to talk about iconic sex scenes? This movie has it. Um, wild Things. Oh, 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 I thought you had a different oh, Okay, yeah. but yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, because it was a, a double cross on it, and I think I know what you two were thinking about, but I think I know you me. Cross on the double, you know, it's like oh, it's the end of the list. Hey, right? them, and now we double cross <laughs> them, and then I'm innocent. The hell, I don't know what y'all, but no, I, it's um, one of my honorable mentions. I thought you were saying that, when then I thought about the the year, and I was like, okay, no, that can't be it. But yes, wild yeah. things, double cross, triple cross, yeah, mm-hmm. cross and cross. It's like oh, it's they set the teacher up. We don't know if the teacher did do anything. Then the teacher sleeping with the mom, and then then they would he with the rich girl. They setting her up. They they setting the mom up. It's the three of them, and then Nev Campbell comes out on top. That's it, because <laughs> everybody thought she was this stupid poor girl, huh. and she got it in the end. So, All right, well. my last pick. Got it set up. So say the one with uh, what's the one Reese Witherspoon? Right, like I said, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Cruel intentions. That's what I thought you were gonna say. Plot twist. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I mean, no. Okay. It's got enough enough of one to be considered. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. 
So are we are we up to honorable mentions? Yes, saying what you got. So for my honorable mentions, and we're just gonna honorable mention for the group. No one actually said six cents. Yeah, so, there it is. And so only because that one was like super it's so easy. So meta, it's two on the nose. Right, it's super easy, you know. But I, I will, I do want to give credit to Six Sense in being that one of his few good movies. Like yeah. one of one of two that come to mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the fact that you get through the entire movie, and you could like we could at this point it's it's completely memed out. I see dead people, and Bruce Willis's character is a dead person. When you go yeah. back and watch that movie with that information, you still have a hard time being able to determine that he's dead. Mm -hmm. And it's not until you start like really paying attention and noticing that he doesn't touch certain things or, you know, the way he interacts with people, he's always standing just to the side, the way people address his presence, but not him. It's, it's really well done. And even now, I think it still holds up with that information to go back and watch it and still be impressed by that twist. And to me, I think that's one of the things that makes a really, really good um, plot twist. So Sixth Sense, we're just, I'm just going to give that an honorable mention from the group because um, I think everybody thought about it, yeah. but everybody thought someone yep. else was going to say it. Um, no, from, I took it out because FM Night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, that part. First of all, all of his movies have great plot twists. He's just a sham at everything else. All of his movies do not have great plot twists. The Village just, is yeah. not a great the Village. Plot that is a great. I like it's that stupid ass. I like that it's stupid not ass. You Signs like it, was but a good right, movie. Good. Signs was a good movie. <laughs> Same way else on the list. Uh, identity uses that as a crutch. Identity. Okay. Identity with John, John Cusack. That was another one of those that. Uh, that's another multi-watch one. Yeah. And um, this was the one I thought you were, when you were getting ready to say, um, Angel Heart. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mickey Rourke. And yeah. I, that yeah, is. That's a sex scene. Y'all just go watch that movie. That's all I'm saying. Top five <laughs> sex scenes or what? <laughs> hey, we can do that. I mean, look, the fact that. We can do that. No, I can literally name three right <laughs> off the top. Doesn't mean that, you know. Heavy metal. <laughs> y'all already look i just said we heavy metals uh, on one right, of my lists so. oh, we got identity no but um yeah angel heart and identity <laughs> are two but they both have legitimate plot twists and angel heart is one you don't see coming right agreed that's a good one all right so everybody's got their top five for you know plot twists and stuff like that uh, i'm gonna throw out a couple that freaking you know have their their plot you better say it that. you better I'm say i'm gonna see freaking if any of these catch anybody so at that but certain movies i was surprised and so at that um my number one was memento yes so that. thank that you and the fact that no one said you. it really threw me for a loop i was I like was hey, kind of waiting hey, on that one too hey it's, it's right there, homeboy. It's, it's right yep. there. Seven. seven. Okay, seven <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's another one. So that. So yeah. So I was going through a couple of years. Oh, I got a like, solid list, dude. I had like 15. Y'all thought I was kidding. <laughs> Y'all thought I know this so, was for me. This was an easy was, one to do. This was this yeah. is my genre of movie. So it, it was, was tough really for me I, to get a nope. five out of the ones that I know was was mind boggling. I was like, nope. damn. All right. I think, all right. Well, she got well. What freaking uh. 
I'm, I was looking to see if I was going to say uh, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Thank you. That's the one I was, I was like, why, I, why? I thought y'all nerds was Sam, you disappointed me there. That's the one like, I thought Sam was going to get. I, I thought you was going that way, but you didn't. I, I that's feel the one I thought Sam was going to get. I'm right mad now. about that one. So, As it, a plot twist. I mean, it's it's enough of a plot twist during that time frame. Watch that movie, especially as a kid. And stuff like that. You, you never like, see it coming. You don't see it coming. So like that for us anyway. So for anybody else now, they be like, oh, yeah, whatever. But us in that moment, in that case, it's kind of like, the fuck, really? Like, I guess it's just like that is such an automatic part of life for me that I, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, I don't but even... I'm- I'm like, Sam's going to say this one. He's going to say this one. So there's no point. And then you didn't say either one of them. It's like, God damn. I mean, no, no, no. Memento was on my list. I have another Jordan Pill, and that's the one I thought that Jeffrey was going to say. I have another. That's the one I thought Jeffrey was going to say. I got that one, too. Um, I did have in seven. Of course, that was on the list. What's in the box? Yeah. I mean, look, the thing is, you You all heard some of the movies I've talked about. So you, like, definitely, I was trying to leave some I mean, it's like pick some it, does, it doesn't have to be like the best ones it's just like the five that you feel they, yeah it's almost like the five you feel that. like represents you and your personality I mean, the best and that, that's what it comes that's down to i had all them sex scene movies look them three over there we gotta tell wait a minute some. how did i get into this i'm an angel man this sex is all in look i'm gonna take it back jason let's do well did you have any more yeah i'm gonna throw out a couple freaking plot twists for the kids just like you did with coco I think Wreck It Ralph was a nice little plot twist for the kids and stuff with King Kong. That was a good one. It's about that. And Frozen was a nice little plot twist about that with the prince because you wouldn't expect that in a Disney movie at the time. They were more about the, you know, oh, it's freaking you ran a stranger. And it was like, no, nah, fuck that shit. And literally showed him to be a bad guy. And it was kind of like, okay, freaking, like, I, I see why you're you doing something. So um, okay. a lot of good plot twists and stuff here and there. So some is definitely, uh, check out and stuff like that um i want everybody to take a chance to review these movies and stuff like that what i'll probably do is try to pin a comment with uh, uh a few from the list and i'm not gonna give you all you got to watch the video to get them all so like that but i'll probably pin a few and so just so you can see what we're talking about and then uh you know we'll wrap up the video from there so we like the what else you got tony anything else tony i'm saying i just got a couple what you of got course, tony? come on saw Saw. I had saw. I'm. I know. I thought somebody was going to say us. That's the that one. Was, I, that's the one. He I mentioned the other Jordan Peele movie. That's, like, that's, that's what right. he thought. And of course, uh, Fight Club. Definitely. Fight Club definitely freaking. And I think it was so freaking. It's a cult I movie. Thought people Everybody should have seen it. Yeah. That's why I, I think it's up there. It's with. That's what I was referring that's to. That's why we didn't say it. It's like honestly, about Black Swan. Fight yeah. Club, Memento. Uh, well, yeah, Fight Club, Memento. And um, seven, six cents. Like those are those are the movies that people automatically think of when they think of plot twists. And the likelihood that people haven't seen those movies is kind of minimal. I think some of right. the ones we've mentioned today, and and that's that's one of the things it's I do here. love about these. I have movies on my list now to go and check out, and that's you got one also, of the things I always look for. So I got the last two give is me something to watch. Is a net is a Netflix movie. <laughs> Called I Care a Lot. No, oh, I Care a Lot was surprised. Like, I did not like uh, the shit. way it started, but and, the ending. But was the ending great. was on point. Perfect. Thank you. Yep, Thank I was you. clapping. That was so. And of course, the last one I want to throw off because Sam, I thought he was going to say it. We had discussed it before we went on air. High tension. 
one of my favorite movies. Oh, I, I ain't gonna lie, I forgot about High Tension. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that, and see, and that, I actually that watched twist. that off of his off of his previous recommendation, and he didn't tell me there was a plot twist. Otherwise, I, I wasn't supposed it a lot to. Sooner. I wasn't supposed to. I just told you what it was about to see if you got your attention. It did, and you were pleasantly surprised. I was very pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Oh, and Sleepaway Camp. Just because I the shit is. Yeah, that was that's still funny that's, to me. That's some <laughs> trauma. That's funny to me. It's a boy. That's a lot of gender identity ones. Well, oh. I mean, back then it was more of a shock. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I only had two that we didn't that nobody else mentioned: Arrival and Gone Girl. Yes, those good. Only had one nobody mentioned. So yeah. now you see me. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one too. That was a good one. Yeah. Not a great okay. movie, and um, what's that one movie with James McAvoy and Morgan Freeman? Glass Split and Unbroken, Unbreakable. No, Morgan Freeman. Unbreakable. Oh, Sam, yeah, Morgan Freeman. Oh, um, oh, that's the wrong black man. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> you well, fucking up. No, no, no. But y'all, see, honestly, because like those were the once, three. Was it Wanted? Yes. Wanted. Yes. Oh, with the curved bullet. My problem with Wanted. Yeah. yeah. We won't, but it's a Mark Millar comic. Yeah, it's Read a Mark Millar thing. That's why he's gonna say, hmm. just don't even yeah, go don't with rant. that movie. Don't rant. Don't. Do I said wanted. I know Looper. you want to. Those are my okay. other two. I didn't, like, I didn't like Looper too much. Wanted wasn't. I'm just wanted. saying, it had a twist. It did, so. but yeah. oh, and right, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Close right. this out, Will. I have to show. Yeah. Let me show us about that. So please do. Yeah, check that one out, Sam. Check All right, so definitely check out some of these movies and stuff like that, especially the ones that we did not get into the plot twist on. Definitely want you to check those out for that because those are things that you can really kind of get into and see some of the craziness and stuff that we, we like to get into with these movies for that. We thank you all for joining us. Again, we've got Sam, Tunisia, former protest down there, freaking and Brother Eloise here joining us. <laughs> so please, you can make sure if you haven't already, so that hit that like button, hit that subscribe, make sure you you know ring the notification bell. Definitely check us out in the group and so with that because we will be having conversations about these in the group later on once we post these videos so with that. So again, that's all for us. We appreciate you, you know, coming by and we will catch you later. Return of the top five. Allah. <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening to Grown Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grown Geeks.